episode 8 for April the 5th, 2018. This is positively negative. Wow. Hello. Wow. <laughs> Hiya. Hi. I want to turn the heater off. I can't hear you. I want to... Really? Because you're blasting. I can't hear you at all. Oh, boy. No, I can oh, hear you, but two I can't... Two. I can't... I can't. One, two. He's struggling. I'm on the struggle, but I'm just he's getting... He's on the struggle, but oh, he's back. got a headache in his back. Kind of hurts that he's laying down. Because he can't sit up. That's the best thing about podcasts. He's on the struggle, can be... bus. Sorry. Where no, was it's I? it's all right. It's good. It's, uh... It's hey, you can be in vertical and horizontal and yeah. podcast. Yeah. That's right. It's a very flexible medium. Yeah. You're not on camera. You don't have to be professional. You don't really have to be wearing pants if you don't want to. Well, I might take them off. I'm I'm just happy to be horizontal at the moment. Just saying no one would know. Hmm. It's been a while since we did the last one. Sorry. But uh, either motivation or just time and a place or pains or focus or something. One of those things somewhere combined. Oh, my head is banging. Really? Yeah, I think it's a combination of like sunshine, oil, lack of ATM machine screens. <laughs> yeah, well, like sun and, a, sun and alcohol always gives me a headache. A bit of a rush. A bit of a rush. Yeah, I think I was, I think I was really lacking um, water this morning. I think I woke up completely dried out. My insides completely dried out. You know? Yeah. The Yeah, yeah I think it happens, especially when you sleep with a heater on. Mm. I remember, I know it sounds so lame, but I remember the first time I ever experienced a humidifier in the winter. I was like, this is what it's like to wake up and feel like a human. <laughs> Mm. You almost feel like you wake up with a hangover in the winter. It's just so much dry. You said I can't about even open my eyes. You said about winter this morning. You were like feels feels like this time that you've been over. It's like been it's been a rough winter, man. I don't but think it's it been has. rougher in the states. So I guess I got off easy. Yeah, I don't think it has really. I just missed the sun. It's been no sun. Yeah. Be cold all you want, winter. Be cold, but like the clouds, man. Gray. It's a big bummer. You don't get your vitamin D. Grey and rainy. Whereas today it's going to be reasonably warm till about 7 or 8 o'clock, which is nice. It's just the right temperature as well and with a nice kind of breeze to it. Yeah, and you can hear the birds probably. They're digging it. Yeah, they were this morning. Apart from that one that sounds like a bloody car alarm. I want to strangle it. I don't like that bird. There's one that just screams. It doesn't even chirp. It just screams. Hmm. And then there's one that sounds like R2-D2. Yeah. It's like beep, 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 Yeah. Bella, Bella, what? Maybe what? I appreciate the wildlife around here. Though, yeah. Even if they're loud. It's, it's nice and quiet. It's nice and quiet. Bella is uh, over tomorrow. Mm. She's on, like, I don't know what holiday it is. Spring, Easter, can't be bothered to go to school holiday. I don't know which one it is, but... <laughs> Not at school tomorrow, and then um, Steam Camp UK is on Saturday. Yay! Yeah, you yeah, mean yeah, Steam yeah, Camp? Yeah. You yay! I actually think I've been, you know, like we've been kind of trying to push it 
for Lloyd and um, post about it or comment about it. But yeah. I actually think 20 people was enough. Yeah. If there's 20 other people there, I'd be quite happy to I mean, no get around everybody. I mean, no matter what size a group is, if the place is big enough, people always cluster into groups of like four or five anyway. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even at, how many people were at Steam Fest in Portugal? Oh, God. A 300. Yeah, 300. but I, I don't think I was ever in a group of more than like four or five people. And it's funny how you find your people. Yeah. I think when the smaller groups are, you kind of get like four, you know, people tend to float between all the groups to just see which is their group. Yeah. So they can data mine. <laughs> no, it's not like that. But sometimes it can feel like that. I used to do when all the social media things I used to go to. Like no, I don't, do I don't any think it'll anymore. be chill though. Mm. I think it will be. I think it'll be really nice. So the woman at the post office said she had a parcel for me today. No, she said to me, there's one for Philip as well. Is Philip here? I was like, oh, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> I came walking around the corner Cracked with eight ciders under my arm. I've got everything sorted between five and seven o'clock. Yeah. And she's like, I've got a parcel for you. Which, I, the par- the particular parcel that she had, which should have been from two months ago, which I just thought Amazon had lost. So that was kind of a surprise. It's been a bit, a bit of an odd day today. I guess just because running out and getting back and the sunshine and, and kind of doing... I think it's just lots of different changes. When you don't have anything that has any legacy to it, it's kind of... It started off really weird. I posted about it when I... This early afternoon is like I got into town and pulled out some glasses from Amazon dropship, which then I put on my face because it was sunshiny. It was almost like AI had gone, Philip, your parcel is waiting for you for your entertainment for the yeah, day. Yeah, it's going to be sunny. So that was an unknown. The only known was breakfast. And then after that, it was kind of like unknown oils, unknown face creams, unknown dragon's blood oils. Yeah, walk and then just going to Zen and like doing coffee shop stuff from there. Mm. Never been worked never worked from there before, so that was super fast internet but like I don't know, a lot more f- thoroughfare than I thought. Yeah, it was kind of busy. I mean, it's also like it's a perfect place to bring your kids when they're off of school. So we probably hit it on the wrong week. Yeah. On a typical mid, you know, I think we were up there by 11 a.m. I'd like to go in there and just say to the owner, just go in with a tenor and just say to the owner, I want you, Ron Swanson it a little bit. Say, I need you to bring me chips and coffee every hour until two o'clock. I will have my Bose headphones on. <laughs> I reduce the world around me to zero. Just, Please and thank you. Just nod and wave. Please and thank you. I mean, you bring me all the halal bacon you have. <laughs> Listen, if you're gonna be like that, <laughs> you gotta drop more than a tenner on the table. No, it's cheap in there. It's kind of cheap. I'm yeah, only gonna be there I for meant like for the demand. Two or three hours, maybe. Concierge chips service, but the food always smells real good in there. That's not always and an indication of it being good, Mama. Well, we had we had chips there. They were good. They were alright. Oh, here we go. The positively That's where the mic goes there. Boy, it's so loud in my ear. Well, then turn it down on the right-hand side, top right-hand corner. This one, this one, this one. That one, yeah. This one? Turn it down, yeah. Turn it down. As long as... Turn it down for you, too? Yeah. It's the same port. As long as those lights are flashing green, like, you can see me flashing green. Yeah. Can't see you flashing green. Well, there I am. 
Bang. Maybe, maybe you need to turn yourself You're up. You're here. Maybe, I'm here. Maybe you need to turn yourself up a little bit more. I'm here. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Probably not that much. How much have you got? You got the same line as me. Slightly. You're maybe at one o'clock. I'm at two o'clock. Okay. Fair enough. That sounds about right for Time Lords. Out of sync. Different time zone. Yeah, well, the days are getting longer too. Like, it'd be getting dark at this point in mm. the day, and now it feels like midday. Feels like, you know, what time is it? It, it? never feels like anything in here. About it 6 o'clock, isn't it? It's 5.30. It feels like, you know, 12.30 in terms of the sunlight. Mm. So, I feel like we did time travel a little bit. We got a ton done by, like, one o'clock, I was like, oh, okay, pretty much wrapped everything up I wanted to do. Yeah. And we got some more shopping in, and then we got keep, on the bus. I keep putting these glasses on, and I just cannot, like, see anything with them. They're the wrong glasses. <laughs> the sunglasses, I'm looking at the timer, I have no idea. Oh, we have, we're at, we just hit nine minutes. And you could probably hear, like, um, kids are knocking about, but it's because it's, uh, everybody's off school. Everybody's having these extended breaks, bringing vans left and right over mm. different uh, fields nearby. Yeah, and the occasional doggo, which I appreciate being in the presence of a doggo. We meditated today as well. Yeah, in the sun. I feel Enjoyed. Like I feel like it's extra powerful when it's in the sun because your brain produces dopamine in the presence of sunlight. Okay. I don't know, man. I've had some trippy meditate. Like no, n- no substances required. I've had some trippy feeling meditations before, mm. and I've heard that your brain can produce its own THC. I can't believe that. <laughs> Positively negative. I can't believe that at all. You're just gonna sing that every time <laughs> I say something negative. Every time you're a grouch, yeah. I can't help being a grouch. I'm, I'm, I'm that age of a man. Oh, stop! I am. I'm at that age. Age of a man. No, I'm an age where I'm just like cranky pants. <laughs> Everything makes me crank. There's no rhyme or reason. A beautiful day of sunshine. Oils. That's it. Blame breakfast. it on me. Yeah. Oh, you did it wrong again. Yeah, <laughs> it's your fault. You, 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 you're making it bad now. No, I'm saying you had a lovely day. There's nothing in the world to be negative about except, you know. I have maybe. a headache. Well, I'm pretty okay. negative about that. All right. Well, I'll so, give you that because when you're not feeling well, everything's got a little bit of a, a edge cloud. To it. Yeah. I'll be all right a bit. It's just like it yeah. water. You need some aqua. I also, feel like, aqua. I also feel like I wish I had some more momentum to. Um, get back into some work I really want to start knocking out this theme I want to take the colours and the branding and all the graphics that I've got and start making the OBS theme for streaming yeah Yeah. but it's like half five at night I kind of like get to a point in the night where I'm just like oh why don't you like get some assets together and start like I've got all the assets so now today when I um, was in the coffee shop I kind of listed the order of what I need to make step by step so I've just got to drag and drop the the colours on it, find the colours of the actual graphics, like the hex code of it. Yeah. And then decide that the design layout. I've I've come up with an idea of like how I want the ten items to appear. Mm. But do I want to animate that, or do I want to just have it static, or do I want it as a movie? Yeah. Do I want to HQ it and have like a cool like top ten <laughs> kind of music? Can thing. that please be on the soundboard we can use? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> the best HQ impression I've ever heard. 
I can't do the rest of the. Uh... Oh my! Oh my! Oh who are you fighting? <laughs> well, listen. If you need a what, how do you usually get the hex codes for stuff? Oh, here she goes. I have an app that I run in the oh tray bar. Oh my gosh, I don't have an app or a tr- first of all, Mister Steam Hunt. You're the one who's got a tool for everything. Oh, a number one, baby. Now I'm getting negative. B number two is just saying, gonna say. If it's a faff for you, like I use Photoshop, but you can just drop them into Canva. No, you can't. Damn. I'm trying to think of a fast way for you to get the hex codes that of easy. the colors. That easy. How do you do it? I'll drop it in a Keynote. You can get hex colors from, oh, they have an eyedropper tool in Keynote? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Keynote. And then I just store them in the uh, the panel there. Just store the colors in the panel. Like, I've got all the steam colors in there, like, the different so blues. So what are you whining about? i got to get the colors. I'm not whining about anything. You were about to tell me a tool that I didn't need. It's like... Oh, my God! Pretty much every day when I look on... It's their time. About ready to give this up. Bad enough. Well, listen... I'm just trying to bring a, inject a little happiness. Your eyelashes look nice today. <laughs> Boy, he puts glasses on. Oh, where? Oh, wow. Like, the salt lamp looks different. Looks like. Oh, really? With your glasses on? Yeah, it looks like something Superman has brought back. It's like very, very dark orange. It's like a rock of, like, eternal strength. Wow. Actually, it's out of sync a little bit with these glasses on. It's kind of like pulsating at like 50 a, hertz. A phase variance. Oh boy, I didn't know that rock salt had a refresh rate. Yeah. Well, mm. I think it was a great day. I think it was um, productive. I'm just thankful that we just got out and we got some oxygen. And the walk back was a little bit rough because <laughs> you were carrying all the groceries and your laptop and eight bottles of cider. Mm. I was carrying my stuff and a big box of wipes, baby wipes. Mm. It was a bit of a hike at the end. It was a bit of a hike at the end. But, you but just it's gotta... good. It's good for the lungs and the heart. Get the heart pumping. You just got to double down, don't you? Yeah. Came back, cracked cracked the drink open and sat outside for a little bit and had some meditations. Mm, I want to watch a film in a bit, for sure. What are you thinking? Do you have one in mind? I've got a few little ones, yeah. I don't, I don't know uh, which one I want to pick. Mm. There's a couple of new ones that I've seen. Um, yeah, I, I'm still in logistics mode, if I'm honest. Like, I know I've got to get... I know that Ella's coming over, I know I've got to get a cab sorted for Saturday morning, even though we've booked it and stuff. Like... Sure. Just, a, just a lot of logistics still floating around and also like when I'm in this headspace when I go to any event or like gather or conference or meet up I'm still like you know alright I've got to take food what time's the last train you know there's loads yeah. of unconscious stuff going well I don't know if you got my invitation but I started putting some of it in trip case okay so that we can like I just I don't know for some reason I like trip case because it allows you to just focus on the next step and step through yeah, you know, I still like we to, don't have that many like transfers and I crazy still like things. That. I still like it to have in my head. Yeah, I like to be able to change things up. I like to be able to like map it all out. I don't want to have to rely on technology and the phone 
battery going or some shit mm. like that. It's good for little notifications like you have to go here, you have to do that. Don't forget yeah, this is like address. addresses and things that you just addresses don't want huge. to remember. Yeah, that, phone that's numbers huge. of places. The address is huge, yeah. Yeah. But um not spons. Other than yeah, other than that, like I'm pretty like my brain is pretty like pretty vacant right now. I feel just relaxed. I think it was the sunshines. I'm having some of that, more of that CBD oil in a bit. It tastes like carpet. It tastes like it's. That's weird. It's a weird really? taste. Well, it's. It tastes exactly what chewing on a piece of like skull weed would taste like. Like hemp, like hemp leaf, but yeah. like not dried out, like an the actual leaf. Yeah, it's weird to have it in liquid form. I would definitely say that for somebody who has anxiety or stress or you know don't think don't even think about having it just because you're like oh you know I'm going to have it because it's going to like have a high hit or some like it's not for that at it's all like, it's but for, and also it's 2% well it's no it's 2.75 no but it's 2.75% cannabinoids rather than THC so it's CBD right. rather than THC right so. and then it, they just use hemp as the carrier oil which you can buy hemp seeds all day sure. and chew yeah, on yeah. them you, you know obviously yeah. So, and they're actually good for you. You should have them in your food and stuff. Yeah, they're a superfood. When mm. I was doing vegan, it was like a big source of protein for me, hemp seeds. Yeah. I just chuck them on whenever I was eating. They don't really have a taste. So, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Like, I just, I'm interested in knowing what that's f- about. How do you feel like it'll affect your anxiety, though, if it doesn't have the THC? Well, the THC is a psychoactive, so it's right. th- that's more like a high, whereas the CBD, I feel like, is the other way. I feel like like it's, a suppressant. Yeah, I feel like that. Well, not real. Yes and no. Yes and no. I feel like CBD cannabinoids are more um, receptor based. So they're blocking certain things. Or I don't know if they block. Here's the thing, though. I don't think it's just surely a block thing. I think they're actually over time because if you look into that the oil, mm-hmm. say that you really should build up your immune system to it. So. A couple of drops a day and then you build up your result you know it feels to me like it's something that like over time becomes like almost like a carrier inside your body to be able to hmm. because people have it yes for pain relief sure but they also have it and people have, have over time said that you know things have cleared up like people who've had minor there's no such thing as minor cancer but like people who've had like some serious situations have had cannabinoids very high uh, 15% CBD mm. and higher actually and mm. a lot of their pain and um, inflammation and there's probably about four or five different attributes that can be accountable for, for having cannabinoids mm. I I don't know where I stand on the whole idea that you know cannabinoid CBD can cure cancer I don't necessarily believe or know enough about that mm. but um anything that I've ever read about people who've said it's been a game changer I mean that's worth listening to isn't it find out about was there anything mentioned about how long it has to be in your system or how long you have to regularly take it before you start different. seeing things I think it's different no, seeing different. things in, in general like what three caravans no I think it depends on the person I think it depends on the person in terms of you know their body body and their body weight and their sure you know, I, th- I have no idea. I have an absolutely yeah. no idea. Um, yeah. It's tough to know. It doesn't seem like 
it doesn't seem like there's very much of it out there. It's hard to find and it feels like sometimes the information is a little bit obscured because you have to weed through the people, the extremes on both sides, the, the people who think it's a, you know, as with anything, turmeric, anything, the people, there's people who think it's a total cure-all and then there's people who think it's a hoax. Don't do anything at all, yeah. So you have to kind of like wade through that. I oh, know, I'm just interested. I'm just, I'll be honest, I'm just interesting from, I've got like multiple hats on. One, I'm always interested in something that like has been something that I, I hear about from lots of peer groups. Like if I, I've over the years, I would say over the last 10 years, I've heard it from smokers, from scientists, from people messing around with it, people trying to extract it and put it into like, you know, like slate, you know, like see through oils and then kind of putting it. There's a reason why people are playing with that stuff. You know, there's a reason why they're, you know, scientifically playing with it. You know, the, US government in the in the sort of fifties was growing great big farms of it and then they stopped. You know, there's obviously obviously reasons why it's such a powerful um, you know, seed. Powerful attribute. I don't know. I'm interested from a blogger's perspective, something new to blog about and talk about, how does it make me feel over time? You know, I don't like taking anodins and paracetamol and man made stuff. I'm all down for like things that was already growing. Yeah, but you gave me a lot of shit over turmeric. And that just grows. In what way? You were like, what is this turmeric? I don't know about this. I don't want to be taking a million things. No, I didn't say that. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you did. I don't want to spend my whole life taking supplements, which I agree with you. No one should want to take their whole life taking supplements. Because it started off with one supplement, and then we've got like three or four of them. (laughs) No, no, no. But I practically rattle (laughs) when I move back. I'm like an old man submarine. (laughs) I think, well, okay. I stopped on the the cod liver oil. I think this is good. I feel like we should do like a supplement breakdown mm. i didn't feel a difference with the cod liver oil personally but your the clicking in your shoulder stopped right Yeah, my joints felt better actually. yeah so maybe like for me i could go either way on that one turmeric i feel like helps a lot with my lower back that one pinch nerve spot that i always have huh. when it flares up it doesn't seem to be as extreme yeah um that's also could be attributed to the fact that like we're moving more and we're getting out more because we're maybe. through like the worst of the the weather but I really haven't been doing yoga the way I use, usually do, and my back's been pretty good. Yeah. And um, so I would I would keep going on turmeric. Would you buy turmeric again when the bottle? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And then ginkgo. I didn't see any difference with ginkgo. We did ginkgo biloba, I think. No ginkgo leaf. Ginkgo leaf. Yeah. I feel. I didn't feel mentally sharper or really anything to do with the ginkgo personally. Um. Would you rebuy the ginkgo? No, probably not. Yeah. Probably not, but like, I feel like there's been times where I've had that and coffee and thought my bloody eyeballs were going to fall out. (laughs) Because, like, I feel like it, I don't know if it was like a trigger or it was just, there's been times where I've had like vitamin D and something else and something else and then I've had a coffee and I've been like, literally my body's been going like, what what have you just had? You know, like, what? No, I think, I think that the the at night one is having the, um, the primrose oil, the um, in the oil, the um, cod liver oil. Yeah, it has evening primrose oil. I yeah, think that keeps it, you up. I think that keeps me up. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. I think if I have it too late on in the day, I think that's what keeps me awake, or or like stops me from sleeping. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of this stuff is blends, and so like you could be taking, oh, I want to take cod liver oil and this and this and but that, but I they think, each have like extra vitamin D. But and I it's think like, I do produce, you need that? Yeah, or what? exactly. But I don't 
I think it's better off to like have it all mapped out. I'd rather do one of those 23andMe things because I think I overproduce vitamin D and vitamin C anyway. And that's, that, that is a common thing that people like have different genetic makeup in terms of their bodies. Sure. Like, I don't know how it is, but like when I was a kid, when I was in my like teens, if I had too much of a certain tablet, I'd break out in a rash. Mm. And the doctor told me, well, you're already producing enough vitamin C that you're having too much of it. Vitamin C makes me real nauseous. If mm. I take like, uh, that's why I was never able to do multivitamins. Mm. If I had it on an empty stomach, I would feel like full blown, almost motion sick. Like where I had to sit down really, really bad. Mm. Um, yeah, but I don't know if, to, I really, I would hope that 23andMe does that, but I think that they just do like heredity. Mm. I don't know. I would love to find some type of like. I don't think they do. Because you have I, to get like a full blood work or something. Figure yeah, but you out. still have to. You send blood into him, don't you? No, you spit in a tube. I'm not into that. You have to like. I want a blood. Yeah, we need blood. a blood work. Yeah, they need a blood work one where it breaks it all down and says like you're probably deficient That's on this, or you're gonna end up like getting a you know this. You've got more chance of getting this. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't want some spitting some tube. Like, cheap 99p it's like buying a 99 pound app no I think you, sp- you spit in a plastic tube you mail it to them and then they tell you like oh 30% of your genes are from West African oh, origin I'm not interested in that yeah we need like medical help how much money have you got to be like oh you have 4% I can tell you that people do it for YouTube videos that's the only thing that I've ever seen 23andMe actually used for is so that they had content on their YouTube channel oh you're, you're, you're 25% like, lethargic oh fantastic thanks lethargic <laughs> I already something I already know. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. No, I think well, yeah, and then what they'll say is, well, I know that I'm 100% German because my grandma told me, and blah blah blah. And then it's like, oh, you're actually 32% West Indian. Yeah, don't get don't get into um, don't get into religion and money and education. You'll wind a lot of people up very quickly. It's not a religion. It's just geography. But Just geography. Yeah. but Yeah, I, that's another thing that's happening. I, Africa's splitting into two. Two what? Continents. What? Yeah. Wait, geographically? Like yeah. tech, plate tectonics? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. It's a big crack through it the other I mean, week. Sorry, that, that was NSFW no, it's all right. language. There's, there's a big crack through it. Which way? Longitude or latitude? Because I'm trying to visualize if, like, the, is the tip gonna fall off or is it just split in like half about and half? South Africa. I'm not talking about my life. Here. <laughs> There's no tip falling off, dear. No, uh, <laughs> I think it's vertically, and I think it's on the right side of Africa. So whatever that's called, I don't wow. know what it's called. But it's like there's a whole like part of it just slowly like. Wow. See, so, uh, big cracks in the ground, like just opened up. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Have a look. I put it in the bloody flipboard, which is the, but the smart URL dot IT forward slash positive. Nice. Mm. I didn't know you set up a smart URL. So if you want to um, see some of the articles that we talk about, yeah, that's where they are. And also, I think you can, yeah, you can see other past things that we've talked about. Yeah. The thing is, babe, like you'll add about 47 articles at once to it. and then I'm a like, very prolific reader. I like to. What are we doing here? Otherwise, if we're not like informing ourselves about yeah, things in life, just you know, I don't. I, I'm slow. Okay. Well, okay. that's why I put them there so you can read them in your own time. Oh well. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what I did want to talk about. Actually, I made notes about this a What's couple that? days ago. Was about. Um, I read an article on there, that, said that it cost, 
farmers more to raise a young cow, especially if they're male, because the dairy farmers need female cows. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess a bull. So what they're doing is they're just they're just killing the baby boys, because Damn. they they're not getting enough for them at auction, and it costs them more money to raise them, keep them alive. They only need a couple males to keep mm. breeding like the stock. So the the state of the farming industry is such that it's cheaper to, to actually kill them and not even sell them for meat, just completely kill them and dispose of them mm. than um, than anything else. Because I guess because the demand for cheap meat and dairy is just so insanely high. I don't know. And it just makes me think a lot, and this is not meant to be any type of moral high ground or guilt trip, but I just can't I have a really hard time with the value of of a life having a price tag that's so so low mm. how can that be like mm. what do you mean how can it be it's just the state of the human condition that we're at in in life and society now is that you know unfortunately there's a lot of those things that that I feel like there is an expendable expendability index to the way that life is mm. operated in these days and it kind of I'm I'm kind of I've been frustrated with it my whole life mm. my whole life I've never been able to escape the visibility of it maybe that's the point maybe the point is, is it has to be visible before you have an opinion on it but like I feel like all of those things are pretty much out of my control it's like it's when I see things on Instagram and things that you can change the world yeah well change your own world first change your locality where you are what you do what you eat sure you know like if you don't like those things then you should cut them out of your life you know yeah well I was that was kind of my lead in to say that you know we still eat meat on occasion you know Mm. we made a chicken curry last night um but we've really switched I, I would love to know like just out of curiosity the metric of how much pork and beef products we saved by eating a lot of the corn brand stuff and the Linda McCartney stuff for breakfast. I don't know if we've saved like anything. I'm not saying in terms of saving a, lives. No, but, on a grand scheme. I, yeah. would, I, I would say the biggest problem with that is, is it's all very well not eating meat and hoping that that industry will fall on its arse. We won't until, until we really talk about greed and capitalism in this future world that we live in. And I know a lot of people are up for capitalism still. They think it's the best way forward. That's your opinion. It's up to you. Um, we're still overproducing it, and it's still on the shelves. And there's always yeah. stuff on the shelves that gets marked down in price. And then if somebody doesn't pick it up, it gets chucked in the bin. So you still have a recycling problem. Like right. the shelves are full of. I don't know. He's there's always meat. There's always yeah. meat. So like the amount that they're killing is is you know is a ridiculous amount of. If you look at the whole process of the water and the feed and the right. transportation and everything, but the thing is that that ecosystem it's almost like its own Bitcoin in a way, like it's it's uh, something that needs to be kept alive. You know, people have different investments in that whole machine working. So until you change that from a perspective of people looking past their own backyard as to how it influences or affects the whole world, nothing's going to change. Mm. I mean. If you really want to be a futuristic new age blockchain blogger, then start eating bugs and start telling people how healthy it is for you and how much weight you've lost and 
you know how it's made you feel different because I'm damn sure that they're putting so much shit in the meat and food these days yeah you know so I need well, a wee oh uh, well, you're going to have to hold done. oh I'll, well, no you, I'll take over just hold it but don't put it near can that I mic double, can I double mic it I or wouldn't, no well see what it sounds like I won't, okay. won't suggest it but just like wow Hi everyone. How do you feel about it? Like, I feel like I'm holding two microphones and it makes me doubly powerful. How do I feel about it? Well, I feel a lot of different ways about it. I wasn't raised in any type of like um vegetarian or vegan conscious environment, which is not a slam on my parents or anybody, uh but it just wasn't something on my radar growing up. Um, I remember, you know, we had like a middle class family and, you know, my parents were looking for a deal and they were looking for a way to stretch a dollar just like anybody else's. So it was never really a thought. And I think the subconscious thing is that like, well, if it was, if it was that bad, the government would stop it or they wouldn't allow it. Or, you know, if it was that harmful for us, then it wouldn't be able to be sold. But we kind of understand now that that's really not the case. So my biggest thing is if, if you know, greed and money fuel industries, then my biggest way of voting on what I care about and what I don't care about is with my dollar. So I try to be, uh, I try to be conscious. You know, I'm not out here like dumping paint on anybody's, uh, anybody's coats, anybody's fur coats. Oh, no, we're just having a little chat. Welcome back. I just have one of those like... Started like one of those epic wheeze where, like, I didn't think it was ever gonna stop. Wow, I was kind of concerned about it for a minute. I was like, Am I gonna get back to the podcast, or is it gonna be like 45 minutes in? And we're like, I'm still in the toilet, I'm still draining myself. No, I think, um, look, it takes all of us to make those little incremental changes and it can take decades, it can well, take centuries. I you think, know? Yeah, what I was talking about is voting with your dollar, yeah. you know, voting to support certain things or not support other things is important. Um, even the fact of like, even if you're not a hundred percent vegan or a hundred percent meat free, which we're not at the moment, even, you know, giving those dollars to companies that make are, you know, interested in making alternative changes in the way okay. that they produce things. I have a question. I have a question them. for you. So if maybe that's the problem, maybe we, we've got hooked up in the wrong thing saying that, you know, voting with your dollar. Well, what if there is no dollar? What if it's like, you know, the Federal Reserve just prints whatever it wants whenever it wants, right? And and we kind of generate money. But what if the value of how you, a human being lives and eats and fuels themselves and, you know, empowers themselves, what if that exists inside of a blockchain, a value economy blockchain, right? And there is no voting with your dollar. It's literally, if you're part of the greater good, you're working towards something bigger than yourself, it's not purely then an acquisition of money thing. It's about the value of of us collectively living better helps this next batch of people. Like there's not a money. Maybe the money attachment is the issue. I, I um, know I'm not. Well, so how? It. Like, I agree. See, I have a little bit of a different standpoint on the capitalism thing. I think capitalism works, but what I I think we experience on a day-to-day is not actual well. capitalism. Works too so well. I'm saying when I mean the true true conservative not conservative, I don't even want to use that word, but the the true original definition in my opinion of capitalism is that the people decide what they want with their dollar 
And when people decide, oh, wait, that company screwed up because of the way they treat children or the way that they exploit workers or the way they, they exploit animals. But they still find animals, another way to do it. So then, th- that's where it falls flat for me. Because the government is subsidizing gov- things. Oh, we can't just get... St- uh, this is the problem. For, this is why I've disconnected from the whole system be- in, in a way is that it's just a loop. It's just a lo- It's just something that people say now. It's like a soundbite. You know, capitalism is this. The government did this. It's like... Wait a second. Okay, that's not entirely fair. Like, that's not what I was saying in terms of, like... I'm saying when companies are propped up when they shouldn't be, then that's taking the power away from the buyer. Because but ca- but then... capitalism's always found this way of, like, empowering another bunch of guys to, to, to put stuff in our food and market it a different way and fire up another company. But that's all right, because growth is good, right? Right. I, I think that's a, di- that's a divergence of what capitalism has become, and that's what the version of it that we have today. But I don't... I mean, okay, think about it on, like, super, super small terms. You got five guys in a market square selling five different kinds of carrots. The one with the best product, who has the nicest staff, and who has the people who, you know, whatever the experience is, the whole cumulative thing, that's the one that's going to hopefully rise to the top. Now, when you have people coming in and saying, you know, oh, well, we'll just bolster this, and you'll, you'll get seed funding for this, like, that's when things, I think, become crazy i think in values of companies become inflated where they're not supposed to be which ends up screwing everybody big connect happens and you're you know then you're stuffed i'm just talking about keeping things fair best of luck with that <laughs> i mean best of luck with that i mean i don't know so the, I don't the, know. The only saving grace for me is something trackable, open, public can be hacked, uh, not hacked, but like hacked. The information hacked together, like the blockchain, the ledger. Okay, part. so how do you see the blockchain keeping? Let's say, let's say a company like Corn, who is producing meat substitutes out of crazy spore technology. Right. How would the how would the blockchain keep those people? You know, keep them hiring the best talent and the best mm. workers and treating people right. I mean, I'm talking about on an actual well, you just, logistics you, you level. Just, you just give me the perfect example. You said, like, hopefully. And, you know, hopefully they'll do this. Hopefully the guy selling the, the carrots is given as the best product in the watch call it. With the blockchain, there is no hopefully. It just is. Mm-hmm. Like, so for instance, you could quite easily put together, or I'd like to see, um, somebody like Quorn build a dust-to-dust ratio on the blockchain. So, like, where the fucking product came from out right. of the ground, how the ground was kept, like, how it got from the out of the ground, how much manpower was used, how much energy was used, how it was packaged, where did the packaging come from? Yeah. No, like, the whole fucking nine yards. Yeah. We've got so used to just, like, turning up... We've been so used since the 60s and 70s of having everything packaged up for us efficiently. Sure. You know, what happened to these, like, surely it makes common sense. We just need to bring common sense back. Common sense needs to be fashionable again. Yeah, we need, Justin Timberlake needs to make a song about uh, Justin it. Justin who? Timberlake. Mr. Trouser Snake, the guy who was in that film the other day, Wonder Wheel. Yeah, yeah, but no, he would we say, don't need Justin we're bringing back, no. common sense back. No, 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 no. Oh, don't know how to so much. So, oh, okay, yeah, we, fine, you want to talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. No, I don't want to talk about the movie. <laughs> We watched that's a movie what I would, called The Wonder Wheel. It was great. No, but that's what I would do. I would just use a blockchain for that. That was for just, what? Just for communicating, for communicating, or for fundraising? Nothing to do with fundraising. Where do you get fundraising from? Well, how if we're going to completely disconnect from capitalism and money, 
How do businesses stay open? A business like I corn. I haven't got that answer. I haven't got that answer. You asked me how corn would use it. I said that <laughs> you'd use it for the way I can immediately think of. I'm not a finance person at all. If yeah. I was, I'd have money and I wouldn't be doing a podcast probably. <laughs> yeah, um, you could do a finance podcast. Yeah, um, that's terrible. No, I would track the product. I would storytell around the product. I would try and improve that whole distribution cycle. It must have been an absolute clusterfuck to bring a mycelium product <laughs> imitation thing. <laughs> To market, so tell me that story because I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Who discovered it? Like, who decided that? How much energy was used? Was it an yeah. absolute mistake? Like, how do you prove? How did you find out about corn, by the way? Um, I'm just curious. Like, I think what in your the seventies. I think in the seventies. So end of eighties. So really, maybe, it's been around that long. Yeah, yeah. So what? maybe, maybe, maybe eighty, eighty-five. Okay. When I was a teenager, and we were just like, "Fuck, that. I'm not eating that. That's like science food." Yeah. Like, I'm not eating that. It's garbage. I want meat, burgers. I don't want that. That's rubbish. Yeah. So I think it's a palate thing, but I also think it's an information thing. And I also think that doing the right thing by, you know, there's just so many factors and it all depends on what kind of person you are. Like, do you, do you enjoy the idea that animals are getting killed? Do you enjoy the fact that we're putting out methane? Do you even care about the climate? There's just like so many, it's so multifaceted about, sure. about impact. I've even had people when I've said, oh, you, you know, I, I'm just trying to cut down on this, this and this. And that's why I use an electric bike. I'm not, you know, I've had, even had people in a bar, um, kind of been up in my face and yeah. kind of give me attitude because, I'm just trying to be different or better. Like I've literally had people yeah. say that to me because they they don't understand it or don't want to understand it or just think it's a farce or a joke. Like just because I have an opinion on it and a choice about it, right? Um, I've been me- me- meant to feel like an outsider because actually it threatens that sheep culture of like standing outside of it. Because yeah. also if you stand outside of it, people tend to look at you as if what you know. What are you trying to prove? Or yeah. like, you know. But also, uh, yeah, it's hard. I see both sides of it. Not, I don't see Until being the- threatened by it, but I do see like, a vegan is the perfect, perfect example where like, when I wasn't eating meat or dairy, I didn't even want to use that word because it just be- was so like, it's almost become a meme, like what the standard vegan person is and how they're look, judgmental. I don't and look at all that stuff. Sure, you don't, but a lot of people do, and so, or even like any label, you know. Mm, I don't look so at that when stuff. people have preconceived notions about like, oh well, you must be, you know. I remember in the states when it was like crazy if you drove a Prius, like that's just because oh, of the way that you know, your system's stacked up with crazy. advertising and marketing, though, like. You're, you're convinced that this musician's good or this car's good or you know yeah you, that's only in America folks only in America well we don't have Sky Mall on the planes <laughs> we don't have a Sky Mall magazine yeah but you love it who when ne- you, yeah, who, but- who needs that fake wall to put keys in <laughs> just put the key on the top of your bloody wheel what's wrong with you marshmallow gun hydraulic marshmallow gun I tell you gun. what if Trump really wants to solve this problem with the trade war just get rid of Sky Mall I don't even the amount know. of crap that's being bought from SkyMall via China yeah. is garbage. Anyway, back, back to the point, or multiple points, is I think it, de- it depends on what kind of person you um, attach yourself with. You know, like, if you've got to try these things out in life. Sure. And you, also... You've got for, to try them out. For, I know for me, and I feel like I could probably speak for you too, trying those things makes me feel empowered, and it's my way of participating on my terms. You know, I'm not the type of person who's going to 
go personally, you know, go hold a rally in a, in a town square or, you know, get involved in politics. But that is something, you know, I, I would be open to, to having an electric bike, changing the type of car that I have. We got a little noise there. I think it, I think it comes from, I think it also comes, especially from technologists like me, me and you, I think it also comes from wanting to have a simpler existence because of knowing how overloaded our lives are with technology Digitally, and how, how yeah. much they can be consumed by it. Mm. Like, balance looks like that. That's what balance looks like. Yeah. If you're heavy on the technology side, then you, why add to that by having, like, meat and all these other things yeah. that are adding more weight, not to your physical self, but also to your health. Like, you're, you're but, you know, if you've ever heard the expression burning the candle at both ends, that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you don't realise that and then you get into 45 and your face is covered in spots and you've put loads of weight on you're starting to have loads of health complaints, that's what burning the candle looks like. Well, yeah, and that's a really interesting point because I feel like in a lot of ways we live kind of, not, I wouldn't say extreme, but we kind of live on more of the fringe of, of, of what we're willing to experiment with technologically. But in, like, the physical world, I feel, you know, we live real pretty simply like very simple right like we don't like you know 15 cable packages and you know bills and obviously there's have one one big bill i have one big bill really and all you know i don't we have little incidental like short-term happiness kind of bills that kind of bring us some kind of value but simple to me simple trying to foster and aim towards that minimal life gives me a clarity to afford time for the rest of the world and what i mean by that is i'm i'm not caught up by the constant i am caught up by the constant change and technology change mm. and the way that looking at the world from the window of a bus you know sits in my psyche but i need to be i need to simplify one side of my life so that i have time to consider it i right. feel i feel like when you don't have time cons- to consider it because you're caught in the rat race of this meat's on offer. You don't have to go into a store and you can see, like, it's, you know, we need to push this and this is the price and people like this. You know, like the other day when we walked into the shop and it was, like, in the cheese section and then there's a part where it's, like, bottom row is Budweiser, second row is chips, top row is... Frozen pizzas. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it was just male, single male. Yeah. You own a flat, come in, drop £10. Yeah, yeah. No, no sweat. Yeah. Choice, option, no distraction. Right. So convenience. You know, you can do that if you subscribe to that. That's on you. It's fine. No problem. Like I'm not saying your life is better or worse or whatever. It's not on me. You know your body. You know your mind. Or at least you should. Um, so I, I have no governing watch call it over that. What I'm saying is, the reason why I've tried to simplify is that I found that I know when I'm overdoing it. Yeah. And so, cutting back and trying an alternative. And then, you know, talking it out with you a couple of days, like, how do you feel? Do you feel any better? You know, do you feel like you have any more clarity? I feel like it's an interesting one because it creeps up on you. You kind of, you know, simplifying gives you more time to consider, I think. That's where I was was trying to go to. Yeah. Well, it's like clear, it's literally clearing out mental space. Mm. And I feel like even though on the outside, it seems like our lives are very simple, which I think that's what you're talking about is us. Consciously making that effort to keep them simple. If you go like two folders deep on my computer, it's like 
<laughs> enough to make somebody's head swim. Or, you know, you and I will jump on our machines in 10 minutes while 15 tabs open. Mm. I mean, I feel like the level that that we that we kind of, not the level in terms of like, you know, we're incredible people, <laughs> but just to the extremity to which we kind of deep dive the digital stuff. Mm. And maybe that's a personality thing. I've always been that way. Even when I was a kid, I was like, put me in front of a piece of technology, I'm like 10 feet deep. Mm. But again, um, that was... That was when you come up for mm. air, like in the real world, mm. you kind of want, you kind of don't want that. It's like when I shut my laptop for the day, I want things to be really simple. Mm. I want to knit a snood with my arms like a proper Quaker woman. I want to like, I want to cook, I want to chop vegetables. Like it's so therapeutic for me to cook sometimes because I can just like chop a damn vegetable, cut up some green beans and do something in the tactile it's, world it's why you watch a film if you think about it mm. you're watching somebody's journey right you're seeing how something unfolds i don't know where that sounds coming from but there's like an alien <laughs> receptor trying to like it's communicate contact, contact. should have sent a poet, sent a poet. what is that oh, no i don't know it's hang on good. let's see if it's this bad oh wow. ladies and gentlemen phil just put a bottle on an edge it was about to f- Oh, you know, my phone's got all kinds of stuff on them. All right, mine's, on. turn this off. So I've just put it into hands. Yeah, we should do that every time. I should know that. Airplane really. mode. Yeah, I should know that every time. Seems um, like it helps. What was I saying? You're talking about why people watch a movie to yeah, escape. Yeah, when, well, when I watch a movie, well, I don't watch it to necessarily escape, but, like, I watch it and I rate it and I rank it and I like it because of the journey that somebody, the filmmaker, the actors, everybody who's involved with it, how it unfolds and my relationship with the storytelling is well, how I feel like life should be. You should be able to always track back to a different stage of your life and mm. see where you've, you know. And I guess we're always learning from everybody. Every, you know, people say about saving the world just by being aware of it, taking part of that journey and acknowledging that journey, being respectful of other people's journey, you are changing the world. Yeah. It's when you, when you just accept what the world has to offer right and don't question if there's other stuff that's right. that's when well like that's okay so that's a perfect example that you gave and also i really need to use the toilet soon so maybe mm-hmm. we should wrap up mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but let me just say this quick yeah that that single guy section of the grocery store the the coca-cola the frozen pizza the you know the potato chips all in one aisle yeah there's totally a time where like i would absolutely grab bang 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 and it is convenient but the difference i feel like and there's no judgment to anybody like you said but the difference is saying when we walked past it we said oh wow single guy section like knowing that and instead of just being on free play if once i know it and i can identify it then i have the power to choose if i'm going to participate and not so it's not really about always you know always or never it's just about saying okay i understand what's going on here i I acknowledge that, like, this is a very <laughs> curated experience, and maybe maybe I can choose to participate, and maybe not. And that's... Right. Having the option, having the choice and the awareness mm. is important. The laptop's even telling us to well, go now. laptop's low on low battery, and we have 50 minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah, I think we're good there. I need to weep. Right, we're going. Um, yeah. Lovely to talk to you. We're going to be doing our next podcast, episode 9, and probably do 9 and 10, actually, just have a nice round number, from Birmingham Steam Camp UK this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll catch up with you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.